welcome back to another episode of the Genius Review Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to another, another episode of the Genius Review Podcast. We're recording. Recording. Okay, good. Now that we talked about your (laughs) microphone that you're pimp watching. Actually, um, Sean helped get this microphone. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, what? How did Sean help to get that? What? Sean, no, but, I don't know what you're talking Sean about. I didn't do nothing. Me. I did not go to you. He <laughs> manipulated me, and I thought he was one of my good friends. Wait, wait, whoa! What so this is ha- this happened before Christmas. Okay. Yes, it did. I was spending a lot of time, really like gushing over this microphone. I'm okay. talking. Yes, to. I was talking to my wife about it. I was like, "This is the best microphone ever. I gotta go get it." Yes, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, you know." It's, then it's he's a like, "Good studio, mic. Yeah. yeah, it's a great studio, mic. Apparently, we hear you clearly. Whatever, Sean. So <laughs> I think after recording, um, I'm driving Sean home as I do because I love Sean. Yes, right? Appreciate it. Sean comes with this tale. He he spins a he spins quite a tale. He's like, "Oh, so and so was it? Sin? Sin is doing a podcast, and uh, she need a mic. And uh, I don't know. She, she wants this mic, but it's kind of expensive. I don't know. What do you think? And then as I'm driving too, I'm on the highway." <laughs> He shows me this mic, and I'm like, oh, that's the mic I want. I'm telling him all about the mic, like he gives a shit. I'm like, yeah, Michael Jackson uses the mic on Thriller. For the record, I did give a shit. Yeah, all right. I did. And after that, like, you know, we don't talk about it anymore. And then, unfortunately, Carla cannot keep a secret. So I talked to her about the mic, and I think Malto was going to buy it or something like that. And she's like, no, don't buy it. I'm like, why? Did you buy it already? She's like, you know, eventually she said, she cracks the beat. Like, yeah, I did. And then tells me that uh, Sean manipulated me. She wanted to know it, it, the exact oh, mic. So you use Sin as a way of yeah. Sin, your 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 friend, cosplayer, so forth. Yeah. Uh, blowing yeah. up, blowing up. Uh, Roommate recently had a video put out that, oh, that she's really, really, really highlighted her it, career. Really, we're going on yeah. doing that right now. Ooh, I just want the audience to know who we're yeah, talking about. It makes about sense. Here. It makes sense. Wow, you're you know? really like yeah. But then she's gonna listen to this. <laughs> and she's gonna she's literally gonna send, come to me like send, really, send really you use me. No, really? first of all, as you know, like we, we talk about it in podcasting. Hold before. on, wait. Before we even go, mm-hmm. did we even introduce ourselves just now? Oh, well, well, let me finish the story before you introduce yourselves. Basically, <laughs> Carla wanted to know the exact mic before she spent the money on it. Mm-hmm. So she uh-huh. used Sean to she trick me. She asked for a favor. She asked me for a favor. And this fool fell into it. So just telling me what happened. I was just, I but I do appreciate it. It was really it's, sweet. It's 2020. We don't do intros no more. <sighs> okay, you can do the intro now. I'm sorry. Oh, we did intro now? Okay, okay, okay cool. Thanks. Right. Appreciate it. So on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Genius for Geek pod, 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 and this keys. Is, We're in the pod keys. This is why I don't, this is why I don't let you do the intro. <laughs> exactly. Is, but I'm going to do it again anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm Take doing two. it again. Take Something two. different. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Genius for Geek podcast hosted by Sean Luke and... Oh, no. We're starting to go right. I don't like that. <laughs> that was actually good. And he was... He, he He's said, a hater. Oh, as the face he's trying to take over everything. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm you just wanting an action packed you know intro. Your name comes after mine. Whoa. Bitch, right? <laughs> wow. This yeah, has not changed. Right. No, like 2020 same. is supposed to be a brand Listen, new year. First, first of all, I have to make it clear now because he has Quickatopians, Geektopians, and other projects. No. What do I okay, have? Wait, wait, wait. First I have of all, nothing. what wait, wait, what other projects? Because you gave Hannibal here, a brand new show that's going to be debuting want. soon. That he didn't want. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that he did not want. That's a romance-based show. We're that, that, mind you, we have not officially named yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're no. still playing around with the RS for romance. We're going no, with we can't. We can't? No, we can't. Why? Yeah, 
It's about. It's the, it's, do you really want to? Do you really want the same name as those romance novels from back in like the eighties and? 90s? Why yes, it's, it it works out. It's cheesy. We're old. It's cheesy uh, like it's cheesy like the G's for Geek podcast. And with that says, ladies and gentlemen, wow. welcome back to another episode of the G's for Geek podcast. I'm your host Charlie Radio Williams. Keep it up. I'm gonna bring Jet up. In <laughs> and right next to me is Sean Luke, and I'm also joined by Hannibal King. What's I, up? I like calling you that, Hannibal King. I appreciate it. Ah, that's not on the presentation. Yeah, yeah I like that. I, like that. I, like I, love, I love how he just wants to take over this whole Ooh. piece. He wants to assert his dominance. As, I, I understand know. that, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. He, he marked all over the place yeah, here. Clearly. That's right. Yeah. And, he wants to piss you know, all over this. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about, I like to sir? walk around and put my dick well, on shoulders. Yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> you know, just, that's, that's sexual harassment and a half. Okay. <laughs> and a half, yeah. I mean, with you guys, it's different. <laughs> no, it's not. What? You put your dick on my shoulder. I'm going to HR. Yeah. I am HR, bitch. <laughs> no, you are not. Yeah. So. so anyway, it's 2020. Like, Woo! oh my God. Yeah. We got- had a long year, yeah. especially in G4G, right? We've done a lot. We have been podcasting just the two of us, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had guest stars, mm-hmm. right? Shout out to, to, to Malcolm. And we've had like we had now, Johanna too. You just cut off like <laughs> like use like one one name one name. But we've had more guest stars on there too. Uh, yeah. We had Johanna on from um, Rockignition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Malcolm yeah. or JoJo uh, from um, JC Comics. What about Brandon? We had Brandon on it too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who else do we have on? We have a few people. I mean, did we have Jesse on? Yeah, we had Jesse on yeah, too. Jesse but on. she doesn't count. She's like she she's, she's, she's a production. Yeah, she yeah, she's a she production. And then so. We had we had Carla D on from yes, um, but that was from because Book that's, Nasty. that's 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 an attachment. We, we, that we, we had, had Carla have. D on from the Book Nasty podcast. Yeah. yeah, but unfortunately, as we know, that's an attachment that's based on our brand new wonderful engineer. Yeah, right. That has been instrumental to it's our a success. New, it's a new so era. Don't hype him up. And when uh, Charles called me and said you got to come on, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I did call oh, you. Right? You did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, you no, did. you Facebook messaged yeah. me. It was the same thing. Yeah, gotta get you on the show. Yeah, and I've been enjoying it so far. You yeah. guys have been awesome. So I, here's my promise for 2020. Okay. okay. 2020 will be the year that I speak less about relationships. One, because Hannibal will be doing a podcast that's solely Just all about, about it. relationships. <laughs> yeah. Two, because I started off the year in a relationship. <gasps> I know. And because I'm in a relationship, I am now cursing like Sean, like Hannibal said over yeah. here like I am, I, am, I am all relationship topics out you I know am. what it is you know what it is I, I feel like you're just not a romantic person I can't touch this topic because <laughs> he's going yeah uh, we just said 2020 we're not going to go down this road I'm just saying yeah you know, yeah I love I all, love stoking the fire all, yeah all right I can tell you he know he'll go 20 minutes all, right now about exactly, how romantic he is all I can tell you is is that the biggest question on my plate which I will come on your show as a guest and talk about you gonna be the first. Guest? I am learning, and uh, you know he's gonna be the first. Guest. I I am learning and understanding that I might have intimacy issues. Oh, yeah. nice. All right, All right so we'll that's something you know. It's that's something to go yeah. forward for the R is for romance. Yeah, which name will, pending. Which will be recording the demo in weeks and like in who, the coming weeks. Who is the person that you, you know? Still oh. trying to figure out the name. You didn't give me a name. Her, her name is Kim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Actually, if you look at the proposal, I emailed you. Oh yeah, I yeah, always I, check I all it. company I it's, emails. It's, I sent you the uh, SOC for 2020, and uh, it's it. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, right. uh, for those who don't know, right, uh, we they had the company. a big. We had a big uh, 
planner for 2020 mm-hmm. in which we're actually not not only continuing with Duke and we're not we're actually going to be producing more episodes of the Geektopians real soon, mm-hmm. right? As well as you know more things for Quicketopians, which you guys I need you guys to come out there, right, and let us know what do you guys want to see coming out of Quicketopians. Just not even with just con reviews, because as much as I love going to cons, I know us geeks. Right, we love to go out and do so many different things. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear from you. What do you guys want to do? Do you guys want us to go to like an event? Do you guys want us to go to a sex expo? You know, things like that. Yeah, I, mean, just I know. Let us One know. person is really so into that. Twenty twenty <laughs> is all about you guys. Yeah, and like yes, that. I'm pandering. I'm <laughs> this this episode of the Geek Geek Podcast is brought to you by Quickatopians. Quickatopians. Oh, we well, can you do that? A sponsor within a no, you can't. Do that. Well, no, because we're all the yeah. same. We can do what, so we can do what we want. This episode is brought to you by us. <laughs> that movie sucked. By well, us. let me um. Wow. You like that movie? Speaking of the movies like Us and what is it, 2019, right? Yeah. Tell me why 2019 was such a damn year in movies. Well, Us sucked, but uh, Endgame was pretty good. So uh, that saved. Joker, Joker was. Joker? Joker. Didn't it score like 11 nominations? It was actually really good. Yeah. um, Well, I had mixed feelings about Joker. You watched it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I had mixed feelings because the first time I watched it, I kind of cringed as if I couldn't watch it. So I had to watch it the second time. And. I was able. I had to like. I heard people ask, say that you should watch it a second time to. You need yeah, to watch it. A I only watch it once because the first time you, when you go through your initial playthrough, right, you're not going to understand a lot. But when you go through it a second time, yeah, and you start seeing the details that you initially missed, like for example, the fuzziness, mm-hmm. right, and those scenes with the fuzz, right, right, were all in his head, right, things like that. Do you think it was a comic book movie? No, I think it was an attempt to do an origin story because I saw the the ending of like while the riot is happening, they utilize that moment to kill Martha and um, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. So I guess it is. I, I, mean, I wasn't were... really happy with them trying to align the two incidents. Like part of me, I feel 50 50. Like, I was kind of happy with them aligning it mm-hmm. to say like, oh, Joker helped to create the the Batman that Bruce Wayne became. Right. I just didn't like how there was something about the tie-in. Now here's the here's the plot twist mm-hmm. though. If you really think about it timeline-wise, right? If you think about it timeline-wise, that Joker is not the same Joker Batman faces. Yeah. I mean that's that was the biggest thing I, I got think, from I that. Think what yeah. they did was they took certain cues from different storylines, especially in Gotham. Where they had the ideology where Joker could be any one of us mm-hmm. if we ever had just like a really bad day, much like the Killing Joke. Yeah, wait, yeah. then can I throw out something on that? So sure. let's stick to that same notion. Like that is not the same Joker. Mm-hmm. I think the movie would have been really interesting if instead of killing Thomas, if the the, the thug that killed Thomas and and Martha, if he didn't kill Thomas and Martha, he killed Bruce. See, then that would have been the Flashpoint storyline. And it, if it would have gave us that version where uh, Martha now goes crazy and she becomes the Joker uh-huh. and Thomas becomes Batman, I think that would have... That would have been nice. That would have been a great... That they're not trying to connect it to like, any DC. And no, free, yeah, but that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. But even though they're not trying to, I think that would have been awesome because then we're like, we've already had you know, several, several Batman movies or yeah. several Batman um, adaptations mm-hmm. or him in something. I think like by giving us the Thomas Wayne Batman, yeah. that would have stoked the flames with fans to okay. be like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to see that. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, it still made a ton of damn money. I mean, yeah. 
it was it was it was I mean, one of the biggest surprises in my opinion of the year of that movie being yeah. the way it, it was shot basically it was like what an indie kind of style to it mm-hmm. and like the end game was great just to get everything oh, come together let's not forget about far from home far from home was um, oh spider-man right uh, the, yeah. or should i say the controversy between marvel and sony on their divorce how long that how long is that 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 whole timeline span between them breaking up and then coming back like what, like two a, weeks two weeks yeah it was like a week or so like two weeks i was like man this is a bad idea and then they're like oh they came back together well they, they all like money so eventually you exactly know, you know. yeah um what other movies i could well that's, that's, i don't even just talk about movies let's talk about the tv show that i'm really excited for to come back that's the crisis on infinite earth's crossover yeah. that with the cw hourverse and a part of me is gonna cry i know i'm gonna cry i'm a manly cry when Arrow ends their run. Yeah. Because this is literally I'm the not, end of Arrow. I'm not. I need Arrow to finish. Why? Alright. Arrow spent what? Set what? Six seasons? Just talking about him going, go, coming from, going back to, coming from the <laughs> Allen? How many? Oh my god. I've never seen a character that's written to keep like having like moments of flashbacks where he ends up on a goddamn Allen training. Alright? Yeah. Let's. Come on now. How do you, how did you feel about uh, speaking of TV TV shows? How did you feel about Game of Thrones? Because you know it ended. So I just want to say I was a Game of Phone a Game a Game of Thrones Game of Phones, <laughs> and that that's an extra interesting concept Game of Phones. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Game Game of, phones. Game of Thrones. Uh, you know what? I thought it was great up until uh, uh, episode season seven mm-hmm. and eight. Everyone hated the last season, right? Oh, season eight knew it. The, Everyone got here's, really, here's really upset. Theory. The problem with season eight was, and um, so many shows kind of make fun of it, especially at this one YouTube channel called um, um, Pitch Meet. Hmm. Uh, HBO is throwing money at you like, hey, if you guys need more time to film more episodes, here's the money. Right. And they were so burnt out and they were so done and over it. That they just were like, you know, let's let's just wrap this up. I think the pro- I, yeah. I think they no. I think what it really happened was was that they had no idea what the freaking. That's what I was once gonna they say. ended with the book because the book officially ends like around when Jon Snow dies. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the guy he takes a long time to write the books mm-hmm. because right. there's a reason why. There's a lot to do. And he already going said on. that everything that happens in the TV show is not going to happen in the book. He's smart. He realized right? how bad yeah. the reception was. He's like, I'm not doing that. Well, but, that was even before the bad reception. Oh, okay. because he he already said that. He allowed them to make certain decisions that he knew was not going to be made in the book. Yeah. Is it just the idea of TV writers trying to write compared to a novelist? Like, it's totally different ways of doing it. Well, that's like True Blood. True Blood was like that. Like, True Blood was great its first couple of seasons, but then it totally veered from the the books when it became an adapted. Walking Dead, Adapted, yeah. Yeah, Walking Dead as Um, well. Because so many people – if you read the comic books, there are so many people who are already dead – that are that are still living throughout the seasons that sure. shouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. So I think that's one of the biggest challenges when you're trying to like adapt a story from like a book or a novel to television. Like there are characters that fans start to love. Um, Lafayette and True Blood was supposed to be dead a while ago, but right. people really they like liked his character, so they kind of like kept writing more. Which makes sense, you know. That's why they always like. Uh, there was another show that they. A character was only supposed to be around for like one episode, and they kept them for like the. Oh, rest Urkel! Of- Urkel! Yes. Uh, the family does matters. That, does that bother you guys when that happens? When they go away from the source material? No, no, that doesn't bother you at all. No, okay. I don't mind that because, like, for example, Gifted. 
right? Um, Fox is gifted. That I'm so sad that they canceled, but I understood why. It was, it was on Fox. Merger. It was about to get right because it was because of the merger. They did a different adaptation to what the storyline was for the hunting of mutants. Right. And I loved it because one, it was directed by Matt Nix. <clears throat> Sorry, created by Matt Nix. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Breathe. Forgive me. Okay. And the fact that you know. He brought that nuance, and I love Matt Nix because I'm a huge Burn Notice fan. I don't know if there are any Geektopians out there that love Burn Notice. And, you know, and to me, like, such that nuances where not every villain is a villain, not every hero is a hero. You know, there's always this subtlety to everybody, yeah. right? And those who are cookie-cutter, bad, or good, they're usually taken care of in the beginning yeah. or at the end, whatever, for, like, one note. And... That's the kind of stuff that I look for when it comes to TV shows, right? So that, that that's the only part of me that pissed me off when it comes to the ending of Game of Thrones because De- Danny literally went from this anti-hero type, you know, good-natured, I'm going to, you know, like liberate all these people – to I'm the super villain of this dang I like that twist, though. I, I, I didn't like the twist because I like, it felt unearned. Um, No, I feel like... Danny was going through something that Danny's character in that complete switch, I think it could have used a little bit more writing where we as the audience got to see the transition. I, so in essence, I I also I, think that we should have had more time building to that with like maybe one extra episode or another, mm-hmm. because you have to see to me, it, they needed one episode just to fully explain Danny's psychological breakdown as to everything that happened. She lost her army. She literally lost her two dragons. She lost her best friend. But, okay, so here's the thing about that. They did give us that, but the problem with the way they gave it, and this is kind of what you're saying, the way they gave us it, it was too quick. It was just, like, thrown in our face, and that's why it seems like, oh, they just threw her into being a villain. And if it was, like, a little bit drawn out, at least two or three more episodes drawn out, I think we would have accepted season eight a little bit more. Okay. And the you know her death and why Jon Snow made his decision yeah. to do that I think we would have accepted it but it's the fact that everything was so rushed yeah. for what eight, it was like six episodes six it was uh, six episodes yeah. yes it was so rushed for six episodes and it's kind of like you can't do that I feel like the only other time we've seen that happen and especially in a superhero show mm-hmm. was the last season of Heroes oh, the last I, I mean because the last season of Heroes was like a reset. But it also disappointed us too, where it like heroes had so many. And let's not talk about the reborn heroes reborn, where they try to rectify. Was that the last problem. year? No, 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 no. It was over two years back. But so. they they try to rectify a lot with how mm. your heroes were born, and it just it started out strong, but it just literally crumbled under its own weight. So going back to um, the Game of Thrones, was that the biggest disappointment in terms of you know geek related? You mean besides Men in Black International? Aladdin, I enjoy that, and a bunch of other films. Man, did you love Aladdin? I I wanted to so badly because I love the Aladdin cartoon. Mm-hmm. Right? Nothing and touches I'm the cartoons, unfortunately. Like Princess Jasmine was my first cartoon crush. Aww. Right. And I really, really wanted to love this movie. You know, I you, did. You sound like you sound like my roommate uh, when he watched Lion King. Okay. live action that what i think what it is that there's so i don't have a problem with adaptations i think what people do have a problem with is when the adaptations either lose miss out like they leave out something that would have made it a little bit more better it made it safe yeah. more with their childhood versus so like for me i love michael bay's transformers one 
the very first. Yeah, the first one was good. Yeah, the very first one. Yeah. yeah. Until he killed my favorite childhood character. Yeah. And jazz. I, yes, favorite childhood character. Okay. I'm like that was like my first. Like, I felt like I felt like jazz was just like a side like a side piece from the. No, if you know if you know Transformers lore. No, no, jazz I know jazz is. I know Optimus second in. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like growing up and being a Transformers collector and and diving in, like. Part of the whole series was killed because I felt like you could have taken any Autobot. You could even put an Autobot that nobody knew of or nobody really cared. Just made up one. And <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I mean, he was doing well, that all the other doing movies. That for like the next few films. Uh, you yeah. could have just created an Autobot that nobody really gave two shits about. Like, yeah. killed them, and we would have been like, oh no. Okay, but you got to understand. All right, one, if you really look at that first movie, we're not going to talk about the rest of it. Let's just just dissect the first movie real quick. Then we're going to go back to our recap. Yeah. Um, One, they changed everything. They made Ratchet his right hand, if you really think about it. Right? Followed by Ironhide. So Jazz was just a simple soldier next to Bumblebee. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Right. Like so, I felt and, like, and they gave him a generic rap type like attitude. So yeah. I hope I I do hope that they re- that at some point we get to a stage that we're so far. How moved did you feel away. about Bumblebee? The movie? Yes. So I like Bumblebee the movie because it kind of gave it filled in some of the things that mm-hmm. happened. Um, I didn't have you know I didn't have a problem with it. Like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for I, two reasons. One, I enjoyed it because they gave us what we were looking for for our what our transformers looked like and how they interacted like they gave us that that little that little retro look mm-hmm. especially um soundwave which is like one of my favorite transformers um when he brought out um when he brought out a uh, uh, ravage or yeah, uh, ravage. okay oh my god that was great mm-hmm. um so and then laserbeak um oh, wait wait i do have a pet peeve about that movie so my pet peeve about the bumblebee movie uh-huh. stems from the transformers movie in general Okay. So the fact that they were able to get the legal rights from Volkswagen to turn him into a bumble, mm-hmm. uh, into a bee, into a bee, right? And then fast forward, they turn him into a a, a must a Camaro, right? Yeah. So my problem with that is I would have liked for that to be the reverse, for him to have been the Camaro that he first showed up in uh-huh. in Transformers, and then. Yeah, for in well, Bumblebee, yeah, because he would have been a Camaro. So that to me showed that they want they want to do a soft reboot mm-hmm. of the franchise. Well, because in the, if you look at the first Transformers mm-hmm. movie, he was the original Bumblebee. He was in that original car. As a bu- yeah, he was. No, he was. He was. No, he, he was. He was the Camaro. Camaro to the middle no, of the no, movie. No, 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 no. Remember, he was the earlier edition of the Camaro. Was he? Yeah. When when Sam Witwicky first gets him, he's that you know that more sleek old school like they were showing in that in in the first in the Bumblebee movie okay. Camaro that he turns into, okay. and then he upstaked to the Mustang, the more modern day yeah. Ford Mustang Camaro. But I I feel like I would have liked the reverse. But the only difference about my universe on this theory mm-hmm. is if he turned from that Camaro into a Bumble, okay. it would have been a more modern Volkswagen Beetle. But okay. I get it. They they wanted to create Bumblebee into this like kid friendly character who also looked awesome. Well, and I, yeah, I didn't because, like, but I didn't like the commercialization on Bumblebee. Well, was, you know Bumblebee's been commercialized even before that movie. Jazz could have been commercialized. First of all, <laughs> if you look at the 1984 Transformers, no, tell cartoon, me how Will Jack got more of a publicity on the cartoons than Jazz did. Now. If, if you look at the 1984 Transformers cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Bumblebee. 
He was a bitch. He he is he is a pure definition of what is written on the back of his card and every G.I. Joe character on their card. He was a scout. His job was to go out and see what was happening and report it back. If you look at the original 1984 to 1985 Transformers cartoons, he got little action. Okay. All okay. right. Why are you hating <laughs> on the Pikachu little, of the Transformer franchise? I'm just okay. Oh, speaking about Pikachu. Oh, that wait, that came out last year too. Yeah, right? yeah that, Pikachu. that was my. Ah, and we segue back, baby. Yeah, yeah that was a good segue. <laughs> um, that was my biggest surprise. Not I a joke is the fact movie. that I first of all I paid the tickets to watch it and then watch it and enjoy. It. Oh, we went, yeah. we saw for free yeah we went, to, yeah, we went to go see it for free but then yeah. i went to go see it again yeah. with the little one yeah you know? i thought it was a great movie it was a little too dark as in filming yeah, yeah, yeah. some scenes yeah. but i think it was great um what's it, the it's mean? the best ever video game adaptation so far well the the sonic is we don't know that we for don't sure know yet. That. is it's that coming, coming out, out in that's, february uh, oh that's actually coming and, out and it's okay. coming out based on the memes which i do agree with uh we are we are two characters into a Smash Bros. Yeah, uh, yeah. Movie, right? The Smash Brothers. I'll be honest. Initiative. I don't know if it's gonna do well. I got I have a feeling like they no, already had to redo the, the character design. It kind of has to do well now. Had... Like you feel obligated now. I hope it does because well. the Sony, the people at Sony and the people who made the movie literally acquiesced and listened to the fans. Well, That's I think true. even if you look at the trailer, I think the trailer post to them like redoing designs i don't think people had a issue with like the action and kind of like the idea of jim carrey like carrying the movie no yeah, but i think he's, once he's good as dr yeah, yeah he should once he got those, people were worried about like they wanted him to be fat or whatever you know i think he becomes like i from what i understand the end of the movie is that he, he becomes the what the he becomes egghead but he ends up going to sonic's universe yes. That's what happened, and I think that would be an interesting sequel can if we, they can pull up. Can the we first also one. talk about the fact that how movies are like spoiling their own how trailers are spoiling their own movies? Honestly, I don't watch a lot of trailers. I just watch like I go into movies. I watch like the teaser trailer, that thirty yes. second clip mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. I don't like the multi, you know, two three minute because you basically did give you all the acts of the movie. And that's what we won't do here on GS for Geek. We won't do reviews and we won't do spoilers. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so no, because to Hannibal's point, like YouTube kind of really does spoil like the moment you watch one video on a movie coming out you get like 30 different recommendations on movies that are coming out and people's views and oh, yeah, no. and you know what to me that's fine because i don't mind listening to fan theories because i'm like yo that would sound nice that would sound great See, a fan theory is different than people actually like well they analyze everything like analyze this like, but that's on, the thing like, you should analyze something because let's say for example the star wars trailer mm-hmm. Right. If they had analyzed the Rise of Skywalker's trailer, they would know that this movie would have been a cookie no, cutter of Return of the Jedi. Because it goes back. Yeah. It goes back to what we were kind of talking about in like our earlier episode. Right. The idea of like 1980s, tri- 1990s trailers versus what we have now. Right. Back then, it was a very short narrative of, hey, this is why you should see this movie. Yeah. Let's take Die Hard. Die Hard, one of the greatest Christmas movies ever. <laughs> um, if you look at the trailer for Die Hard, it's like, oh my God, I got to go see this. Or if you look at like traditional trailers, but now that everybody's analyzing and breaking down the movies, it's kind of why. And I feel the- like they throw in the act three, the scenes or the most important parts of the act three onto trailers which nowadays. Is a problem. I don't know why they which keep doing it. Marvel does it all the time too. Yeah, but you see, the problem with Marvel, and I, I would say it's not a problem, but I think what's expected of Marvel right now is the fact that they're going to show you the whole movie because they know you're going to You want to come here's, anyway. Here's what's so here, about yeah, Marvel. If I, give like, you- I hate to say it. I just saw the trailer for yep. Black Widow recently. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see it because I want to see Taskmaster. Yeah. He looks freaking amazing. Well, I also yeah. want to know her back her backstory too. Well, yeah, like yeah. the Red Room and everything like that. That's gonna be amazing. And I want to see how. But they, I love villains, so I want to <laughs> see how they how they make it separate than they did Captain Marvel. True. Yeah. True. And it's I can automatically tell just based on the two trailers alone how completely different it is. Okay. Right. Plus the acting. I hate to say it, the acting is better with Scarlett Johansson. Well, oh, she can okay. she can act. I mean, she, she's good. At she it. has she's, ability. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like Brie Larson. I like what she does. You know, I loved her in different different movies and stuff like that. But like to Captain Marvel, I mean, well, it, it didn't hit. Well, guys, it didn't hit. It hit, but it didn't hit too hard. I, I, I feel. Like I feel to, like Samuel Jackson carried a movie. Yeah. I would like to I mean, talk about something that came out in 2019 that you guys opposed of. You guys didn't want to talk about. I think this is one of the greatest shows that I've seen. If he says a show that I think he's going to say, I might hit him. Disney Plus gave us. I knew it. I knew he was going to do The Mandalorian. I knew it. And guys, if you go I back and it. listen to previous episodes of the Jesus Review podcast, he cursed out George Lucas's name on the show. For this. Who was like, "I'm going to watch this. This is that great." Is not true. And Hannibal and Sean didn't want to watch this, and this I'm like, news. "Wow, this show." Baby Yoda aside, it it reinstalled and lit the flame that I have for the Star Wars universe. Was it better than Rise of Skywalker? Oh hell yes, it was. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. Is and that I, and I say yeah? that Is because it, yeah? for these short episodes, it really gave you the feel that you were in a cinematic show. To which I'm not only happy about seeing that with how um Kevin Foggy handled the directing and the filming of The Mandalorian. I look forward uh, to see how. Oh, it's, uh, sorry, but Ke- sorry. sorry. Kevin um, Foggy is Marvel's guru. Sorry. Yeah. Um, John Favreau is Mandalorian. Um, yeah, thank guru. you. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to how Kevin Foggy <laughs> handles. Both. Shut up. <laughs> I'm looking forward to how Kevin Foggy, in partnership with Marvel, handles uh, Winter Soldier and. Um, Falcon. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing how Vision. So how yeah, Wanda that's what I was gonna say. WandaVision's been pushed up to 2020 now. So, and I, the reason I'm so happy about that is if we're able to get cinematic quality out of a TV show, the same mm-hmm. way we did with shows like The Sopranos. I think HBO was kind of right. the first. To HBO really started, started that, trend. that, and then like, uh, yeah. is it Cinemax or is it um Showtime? Showtime started doing Showtime that. Showtime did it. You know, um, and Dexter, and yeah, you're right. You look at shows like um Sopranos. You look at shows like Boardwalk Empire, right? You look at shows on Showtime like Weeds, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like those shows have a good high quality to them, I think- and it brought it into and even Netflix. Look at the Defenders. Like look at the the singular Defenders. Shows. Well, even if you look at um. Like uh, I, I want to say the Orville because even though it's still comedy based, it it gives us a little. I, I love okay, so I'm a huge fan of the Orville, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. You know me, I love the classic. Mm-hmm. I love the classic Star Treks. So going into the second season, they gave them a bigger budget to work with, mm-hmm. right? And unfortunately, that bigger budget led to possibly their cancellation because now apparently they're going to Hulu. Um, they're going to do better. They're going to do a lot better. It probably works. It probably work in that platform. Right. So uh, to to continue on, the episode quality from the first season to the second, and I I always go to this two part episode that they did involving um this aggressive AI race, right? And yes, it's very similar to Borg, mm-hmm. right, from Star Trek. But it's this aggressive AI race that feels that humanity is inferior and they must be eliminated. Just watching those two episodes and the quality behind that and the impact and ramifications, like you don't really believe like, you know, usually it's like a one and done episode or whatever the case may be, but you can feel 
the ramifications. And that's the thing I like about, like, it, this came from Fox. Well, keep in mind, like, uh, cameras are stepping up with the Ari, Ari Alexa, with the Black Magic. Um, there's just, with Sony, there's yeah. better equipment out there. One of the things that I also want to mention for 2019 that I'm happy, and I'm mad that you didn't bring it up. What? Star Trek Discovery. You know why? Because I, I am one of those people that initially did not like it. Yeah, but if you if we're talking about like like getting you know, a show that gives us oh, a no. cinema discovery like completely revamped its entire mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. into the second season. Right. Like they took everything from the first season. They saw all the flaws from the first season, and I like that when it comes to a show. They saw the flaws, and then the next season they they plateaued it higher while getting rid of their negative. Oh, issues. TNG was like that. Star Trek: The Next yeah, Generation was like of that. Course. First. Um, another show, oh, dang, I was going to say another show that was like that. Um, but I'm just real quick. I meant to say was I'm looking forward to another show, which is Picard. Yes. Which comes out. Well, even if you look at the trailers of Picard, once again, it has that. Oh, no. The the same feeling when you look at the Mandalorian, when you look at like it has that cinematic quality. And I think that's the biggest game changer with the streaming service with, with streaming services uh-huh. is now that you don't necessarily have to go to movies to right. get the cinema. Look. Is that a bad thing though? Like there's certain movies that we should watch in theaters, but our TVs are, are amazing now at home, the so, 4k and all that. And a lot of people, I think it was, is it Spielberg or is, I think it's Spielberg. Scorsese. Or Scorsese who, who don't like the idea of like, you. we made these movies for TV or theater. Well, the thing and right, so now those those experiences are taken away now. Here's my, here's my view on that real quick because we we're gonna have to wrap we're gonna have to wrap up. Um, so here's the deal. Um, the I used to think that streaming services were the death of cinema. I still think that, but I think what's going to change about cinema is, especially because of superhero movies and like Mar- um, Star Wars and and this is just my take on it. You're going to get these shows, and it's going to be like anime, right? Where you get these shows that are based off of the way that anime is like based off of manga that build up a suspense in the storyline. And then what cinema is going to do different is say, hey, if you want more of the epic story, come to the movies. And I think the the, the movie version is going to be more epic and more big scale budget. I think that's what they're trying to versus, do for Marvel. Yeah. Because Marvel is literally setting up their shows to be into the movie counterparts. Mm-hmm. Like WandaVision is a direct – is literally a direct prequel, if you will, to Doctor Strange yeah. and the Multiverse of Madness. And, and that's kind of good too. Well, I think it only works in the genre of superhero movies where like, okay, while we're working on these movies, instead of you losing focus on, on what's about to happen, you have something in between that you can continue watching that when the movie does come out, you're so – caught up and that's, you're ready for the but big... that's the funny part that's what originally was supposed to happen for these marvel tv shows like mm-hmm. agents of shield amy carter the defenders things like that right and i guess because it wasn't under kevin feige's control mm-hmm. right he he just didn't pay attention to it um something mm-hmm. i have to look into i did see an article recently saying that uh, in 2020, uh, the Defenders are coming back under Disney. Okay, it's not under 2020. Okay. Right now, it's just they're having talks of having two of the Defenders come back. Okay. And it's supposed to be for the Shang-Chi film. Okay. Right? Um, and it's supposed to be Daredevil and Iron Fist. Because what they're doing is they're, they're doing it like the old Bruce Lee film where Shang-Chi goes to a tournament 
right, and competes in that tournament with a bunch of other superpowered or at least, you know, martial arts heavy individuals, mm-hmm. right? And that's supposed to how that brings in. Okay. Right? Yeah. So my final thought, thanks, finishing off with the MCU, um, I just saw we saw the the, the new mutants trailer. Oh, oh my god! Yes, I'm and a I'm a huge, fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the new mutants. I told you right. I have all the I have all my X Force and New Mutants. Well, yes. I have all my X Force comics. So, I don't have. I want to really get into collecting like classic yeah. New Mutants comics. Yes. So, I think this is the movie that's going to introduce the mutants to the MCU. Well, it's it's already a Marvel. It's a Marvel. It's a Marvel film. Marvel yes, Fox, but remember, but it was made by a, Fox. Yeah. It was the last Fox film because mm-hmm. let's face it, Dark Phoenix. Whoo. That was trash, trash. 2019 trash. I think that was the worst of all the movies, right? It's, it's, the it comic book the movies, worst. the last. I still think the Last worst. Stand. I still think Last Stand was no, for, the worst. For, for, last for Stand is the worst because it changed though. the whole. It changed the whole page of everything. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine Origins has the worst ending. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. Yeah. So we're, we're, real quick, before, guess before we uh, head out of here, your predictions for this year. What do you think is going to be like the biggest thing? What are we going to be talking about in December? Sketchpad is going to be big, and Sean is going to pass out from an overdose of um, <laughs> being surrounded by strippers and cocaine. I mean, that's I love, right that. there. Like, I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> as far as movie and TV predictions, I do look forward to the upcoming movies. Now, I think this 2020 slate, as minuscule as it was, as it is, comparingly. It looks really good. We're talking about the Eternals in November. Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman eighty four in June. Mm-hmm. Right. We're talking about even the Birds of Prey movie that's uh, coming out. I want to see it. See, my prediction I is that DC is going to finally start. I mean, it's already happened with the Joker, but DC is going to start closing the gap. I yeah, think that's my that's now. my thing. That's, like, I think I mean, it's going to happen. Quinn is going to. I feel like the Birds of Prey and the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. That is the full name. Yeah. Um. Is is in and of itself going to be a good? Is going to be a decent movie to watch? Sorry, I feel like DC still doesn't get it. I feel like they are getting it now. I especially, think so too. Yeah. Especially with the hyena. I love the hyena. Um. Named Bruce after Bruce Wayne. And the fact that they it it brings a certain charm to it. Plus the action scenes are are pretty tough. Oh wait, there is something that we forgot. Morbius. Morpheus. Yeah, I was going to get to okay, that. About the next I was going to get right, to right. that because what happens is I was going to talk about the mutants and I was actually mm-hmm. going to go into that and then we got cut off. Um, because Morbius is technically officially in the MCU, right? If you look at the trailer, there's two two key points. One, the vulture, right? And I, once again, that goes into me being angry because they just spoiled the third act. Are you um, done playing superhero? Right. And then, of course, you have the poster of Spider-Man, which is going to change in the movie. I guarantee that. Of him being called a murderer just based off of what happened in Far From Home, right? So things like that, you know, and I can't wait. I do want to see how Venom fits into all this because you know they're going to try and bring Venom close to this to this universe. I feel like it's going to – they're going to highlight Carnage more. I, I, th- think, I think Carnage is going to be the – I feel like it's going to turn into a team-up movie. Yeah, but right? I feel like – With the Marvel Knights versus Carnage? Maybe. That's possible. Right? And then that's how they do the Maximum Carnage storyline? Mm-hmm. Right with Carnage and one other person, maybe not Shriek, right? But like say another villain, right? They they go out terrorizing, destroying New York, and you have to have Morbius. But I think like the 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 end credits is gonna really be a tie into the next Venom movie. I feel no, I feel like it's more of a tie into the Sinister Sticks because that's something that Sony's been trying to do for ages. Well, they that's why they might do a two for two. Yeah, yeah I mean a two for two. If they don't have if Blade doesn't show up, I'm gonna be very pissed. Oh. 
All right, guys. What do you think about this episode? What do you think about what we said? We want your feedback. We want your comments. 2020 is going to be a big year for the GSP podcast. Um, this is going to be Instagram? Yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're, getting so, a, we're getting an IG. We're going so, to go on the gram. No, we already have an IG for the Geetopians. Yeah, we have, oh, so we're combining. Yeah, okay. We have an Instagram for Geetopians. We have a Twitter for the Geetopians. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to be out there a little bit more. We're going to yeah. be working on more content. But as far as this episode go, feel free to hit us up. You know, we have Hannibal King with us. We have Sean Luke, and I'm your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And as always, we are out of here. The Genius for Geek Podcast with Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke is a presentation of SketchFed Studios, produced by Charlie Williams and edited by Hannibal Darby. To find more episodes of the Genius for Geek Podcast, make sure you check them out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else your podcast needs. If you need to hear Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke shoot the shit on any of your topics or questions, please send a tweet to the two geeks on Twitter, or you can send a message on Instagram for the Geektopians. For web series, podcasts, blogs, and more, please make sure to head over to sketchfedstudios.com. And as always, stay geeky, stay you.